Still streaming. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. Online at 98kupd.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. Good morning, everybody. Hello there. Welcome to Friday. This is the morning sickness. My name's John. There's Brady. There's Brett. There's Toledo. It is 545. Let's get this thing going on a perfect Friday morning. It's the weekend upon us. Uh, feels and looks fantastic. Wonderful. Just talking last night, I was at a, uh, at a dinner event uh, for uh, the Basketball Hall of Fame, the NBA Basketball Hall of Fame. Jerry Colangelo puts on a golf tournament uh, every year. And uh, so at the night before they have a dinner, I was at the dinner and, you know, hobnobbing around with, you know, I wasn't talking to anybody because it's just kind of a everybody in the same room thing. But, you know, looking around there, Alonzo Mourning's there and I'm standing next to him at this table and he's an imposingly large individual. And, uh, you know, a few of the guys, Vinny Del Negro's out there. Jerry Colangelo's wandering around. Uh, everybody's waiting for Charles Barkley to show up, which he didn't. And then, uh, you know, all of a sudden. So I've been to a lot of these charity events before. And I was just telling Brady, I've, I've never been to a charity event with that many people active in what it is that you're there for, right? I have. Let me just say this. I walk away with this feeling. I was with Kevin Ray most of the night. My buddy Mark had the... It was a nice event, you know, it was uh, out at the wigwam, it was lovely. But uh, I expected to not be the top bidder on a few of these items for auction. Because everybody there, I happen to know, had 10-year contracts worth, you know, $100 million. I kept walking by that table going, I'm still the top goddamn bidder for that? I'm going to end up spending a fortune out here trying to drive up the price on a couple of these things. You NBA players, if you're listening, and I know you're not, are the cheapest mother on the planet. Let's go. Put your name down. And then you start realizing, why would Alonzo Mourning ever put his name down on an autographed picture of the 2008 USA basketball team? It's got LeBron. and I mean, it's got a, it's a great, or it might have been four. It was an awesome thing. It's probably worth about 10 grand. I'm like, of course, he can just ask his friends for that and just get one sent around. They don't have to do any of this. They're the worst guests at a charity event ever. <laughs> It's people like me they're knocking down. That's probably how they look at it. I'm a guest there. I'm, I'm, <laughs> right. I don't I'm there to, to encourage other people to. I felt bad. Jerry Colangelo was on stage auctioning off a couple live auctions. And uh, Jerry bought two of the four live auction things at his own tournament. <laughs> and nobody seemed to mind. I had already put my cash in. I got that picture I don't want. <laughs> it'll, come, it'll show up in the office. It's actually pretty neat. 
I'm happy to have it. But I, I, I'm like, there's no way. I was the second guy bidding. I'm like, there's no, there's absolutely no way I get this awesome autograph thing. I'll just throw down the early price. Somebody's going to come out here and put the proper amount up. Nope. Not one of those cheapskates did it. The opportunity for some cool Christmas presents. No, I'm keeping. Are you kidding me? I'm not spending that kind of No, for the other people. Oh, that. Yeah, for them. But again, autographed basketballs, weekend stays in Marina Del Rey. These guys just walk in and get free stays. You forget about how easy it has to be to be like a celebrity basketball player and just go into a Ritz Carlton and go, hi, I'm Alonzo Mourning and I'd like to stay here. And like, oh, thank you. And if the person behind the counter recognizes you, they get free stuff. (laughs) Or just make a call or know somebody who knows somebody. But, yeah, I felt bad. I, I almost bid on some stuff I didn't want to watch Jerry not buy his own items back. It was crazy. I don't know how much they raised. They'll be back in next year. But if year. it's anything based on the event I was at last last year, get to the Basketball Hall of Fame now because they're not raising enough money to keep it open. There's no way. That could have been the uh, spatula word. If Jerry's buying it, yeah. that means it's oh. back again next year. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, put it in Jerry's Take it off basket. the table. Yeah. No one's bidding. Tom Chambers, I was looking at him. I'm like, I always tell Tom, I'm like, where was, where were you? Well, where, where was your checkbook popping in the air? Let's go. I've been, I've been halved four times. He always goes back. So I've been half four times, brother. I've been t- four divorces. You don't bid on anything ever again. Should have brought Larry with you. <laughs> He'd have kept you under control. <laughs> He's lost. Yeah. Are you really sure you want to do that? Yeah. That seems. Uh, I mean, it's just a picture of some some black man. I don't know why you would. <laughs> Yeah, it's basketball, Larry. You know what that? I'm not a big fan of the hockey ball, but I don't think this is worth what you're writing down. Is that the guy that scored a touchdown in the in the World <laughs> no, Series? God damn God it, <laughs> Larry! Go stand over there by the Midori Sour Lady. <laughs> yeah, it was, but it was a nice event. I mean, they they you know they do a nice job making it. But I was, I'm sitting there thinking I'm going to see some. I've been to the my neighbors do the. Uh, there's a, a charity for us gays called the Ten and One, and it's for. Uh, uh, it's it's important. Like I didn't realize how much it was until I went to that. About how many uh, young people are their their families either just beat the tar out of them or kick them out or do whatever the second they find out they might be gay, and uh, it's necessary. Like there's a lot of people that are really beaten up or abused by the whole thing, and they raise the money for these places that they can go, you know, to get away from all that. And I'm I sat there and watched. Yeah, again, it's double income, no kid gays. Yeah. I watched them raise $400,000 in about three minutes just with a paddle thing going, all right, who wants to give $1,000? A paddle, the whole, huh? A paddle. Okay. Oh, yeah. They yeah used, of course. They, that was a, a parting <laughs> gift as well. You could, you could bid with it and then use it later at night. But, uh, uh, yeah, they were you know $1,000 donations, and people would pop their paddles in the air, and that's everybody in the room, and there was probably 500 people in the room. Like, Jesus, that was a monster right there. It's crazy. So i got a question. The uh, NBA Hall of Fame, does it go to the Hall of Fame kids? What's the charity part of it? It goes to it? keeping the Hall of Fame open, oh. which I didn't know. And I didn't know this. themselves? Well, that's what I was thinking. So the uh, evidently, before Jerry got a, uh, involved, the Hall of Fame was going to shut down. It was insolvent. It had nothing. It was completely backwards, had nothing coming in, nothing going out. It was just a field house, and they had no plans on making it better. Jerry got involved, and, I mean, he, if you look at it on paper, it's – it's awesome. Like looking at the, like the, they have drone fly through on the thing. It's a beautiful, it's the best looking Hall of Fame as far as like, wow, they re, it's the most modern. And Jerry's completely behind it. So you'd think that the guy who did that, all these Hall of Famers would show up and like, you know, pay homage to the guy that kept their Hall of Fame open. So I'm, I'm not with so you. Much. Uh, maybe you're not, uh, maybe you disagree, but it does kind of, 
feel weird that, okay, it's a Hall of Fame, and they're asking guys like you to pitch in to donate when all these guys that have played. That's what I'm saying. And they and were made there. all this money. I, it doesn't yeah. feel right. You know, not feel right, but it, meanwhile, this uh, center that is a, uh, yeah, you know, East Valley Boys and Girls Rec Center. Right. Can't maintain the money or something like that. Exactly. You know, in every well, there is that. Yeah, you'd think that the money that's involved. And I and let's I, make sure this incredible. Here's how I was uh, told by a former player last night, whose name shall uh, stay in my mouth. Uh, he said, "You know how hard it is to play for owners and then have them ask you to help them." And I'm like, ah, billionaires asking millionaires for money is is just like millionaires asking uh, hundred thousandaires for money. Yeah. It's like, why don't you do it? And he does. To his credit, he does. But I, but there's that kind of like, you have all the money. You know, when a billionaire basically says, guys, I need your help, you kind of wink and go, you got it. You're not you're not handing over tons of cash, and you're certainly not. So I, that was my perception. Organization should be putting it up, because I don't know if they do it for the uh, pro football. I don't know how that, but that thing's, that thing's just a churning mass of money. And I don't get it. I don't know. There has to be an admission fee right yeah i don't know it was weird it was a nice event they're doing a golf tournament today everything was lovely and was you know but it was just one of those things I, I expected to see fire i guess maybe i put my bar too high expected to see loads of fireworks of like wow and the items were okay i've been to dog charity events where the items were as good or better you know it's weird i went to a lost our home uh uh pet rescue fundraiser up at the they had a, a thing at the ha- uh, hangar at scottsdale airport I walked out of there with a bunch of stuff because I'm like, this is good stuff. Like, there was a lot of great items. This one was like, nah, autographed basketball. There was one from uh, Pascal Siakam who played for the Toronto Raptors. It's like $150. Uh, four packet tickets to a Mercury game. Oh, These wow. aren't auction items. These are dares. That's how I got that Gretzky jersey. Yeah, well, I, I, love- was, I was doing the auction and I pulled a Jerry. <laughs> Bought your own. Yep, no, yeah. no bids were going on and it wouldn't go. You know, past yeah. that, and I thought, wow, that's a really good. Yeah, that's how I was looking at stuff. But I do that. I love those auctions. I've gotten a lot of great stuff. If you go a lot of those, like I went to the uh, the Super Bowl, had a big taste of Phoenix Super Bowl party. Yeah. Their auction items were amazing, and every football team had stuff. So I'm standing there at the Steelers section looking at, you know, three Jack Lambert autographed helmets. You got one of Jack Lambert, Andy Russell, and Jack Ham. Stand- I bought that one. I got that. I just kept back bidding that one. I got a Mike Tyson autographed punch out with the controller and everything. And I'm like, yeah. this is my favorite item in my house. Like, this is, I love this more than everything in my home. The yeah, Scottsdale weird. wine and taste of four years ago. Same thing. They had a, a back tent. I went there last minute. Guy says, hey, why don't you come by there? And uh, there's all these little auction items. No bids the That's whole weird. time. And at the end of it, I put my name on the stuff just to right. start it. And he's like, do you want uh, the five things you bid on at, at <laughs> no. the minimum? You have a choice? <laughs> so, oh, yeah, they'll tell you at the end. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because that's like, a separate want them? company. Because no, no one oh, bid on them. Okay. like, okay. Yeah. One of them was a autographed Boba Fett helmet. Sweet. The guy passed away two years ago. Oh, man. <laughs> the, the original Boba Fett. The original oh, Boba that's Fett. awesome. You got the helmet? I got the helmet. Oh, and Brady. Signed, and I got the... Uh, David uh, Prowse. Oh, Star Wars Vader, stuff. Vader uh, picture awesome. autographed. And That's then great. a uh, Pete, uh, the one I wanted was the Pete Rose. Sorry, I bet on baseball. It's, it's a head first dive. Yeah. 
that one. It's like twenty five bucks. What? Yeah, you got that. That'd have been right? all over. I got them. Okay. Oh, I got all three man. of those all items. Those. And then the the third, the fourth one was the Tin Man, his royalty check from the Wizard of Oz. That's pretty cool. Yeah, Jack Haley. <laughs> yeah. That's a pretty cool check. Whopping Frame. dollar yeah, six cents. Really got a, a dollar. Like a royal, that, Fourteen. That, I used like to that. buy you a car back yeah. in nineteen forty. So. Yeah, it's weird. I just expected the basketball players to step up a little more. And they're like, nope. They're just here for the free meal. They flew in yesterday. They got fed, and they're playing golf today, and then they're getting out of town. I can't believe that they can't keep their own Hall of Fame going. I mean, LeBron's making $47 million a year. Right. It's like, all right, you can kick over a couple yeah, over there. Right, and you're getting in. Yeah. So pay some dues and make sure. That's what it feels like. It's like rent. Pay up. And then I realize I got a Colangelo and a Calipari begging me for money. I'm like, this isn't about the goddamn Hall of Fame. These guys are... Hey, well, come oh, on. Hey, oh. I don't know. We're talking about the National Basketball Association over here. Cue ball. What do you like, got? Yeah, how much you got over there, light bulb? <laughs> hey, Squidward, in the back, I see you. I'm like, huh, Bidding me? again. Yeah, why don't you go ahead and bid right now? You know what's good for you. Like, to keep the... Seems like the Hall of Fame's going to be self-sustaining, isn't it? Why don't you just loosen it? Turn him upside down and see what falls out of his pockets. It was, yeah, and then I'm like, I get it. Now, this has nothing to do with basketball, or there'd be black guys on the stage. This is an Italian shakedown. Last item is a bottle of my mom's grape. <laughs> Nobody made it like mama. Start the bidding at $10 billion, because it's mama's sauce. You thought that was funny. Holmberg's morning sickness. You were laughing like a hyena when he said it. What the hell is wrong with you? All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Holmberg's morning sickness. It was weird, but it was a you know it was a stranger. Then I go home. I I need help with this. Maybe you guys have had it. Uh, out of nowhere, I got a pipe in my wall that's just going walk 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 whether water's on or not. I just shut the house water off to sleep last night. Well, I'm feeling I got something about to blow. What does that mean? Well, there's uh, when nothing's running and it's still just cut something loosened on it. The, but the, when there's no water going through, what the hell's going on? Well, there's always water. In yeah, it. I know, I but mean, in it, but not like churning. Yeah, well, but it's added, it's added or something. No, or I looked, anything? I checked everything. Nothing. Yeah, either there's a maybe a little leak, but the pre- with the pressure still, if it's in the and the pressure's still there. But I mean, yeah, if, it, if you're you open not using it, it it's, it's just not, waiting. Yeah, it's just yeah. But the yeah, thing is just going walk 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 walk. I'm like, oh, I looked online and it was mostly people in New York. With like apartment buildings, that like their pipes and their walls are shaking, and then that one of them blows up. Like I don't need this because I found the wall. It's just banging into the back of the shower. Like the it's actually the outside of the house. It's the wall going to the backyard in the shower. But there's no there shouldn't be any pipes in there. All the pipes are on the other side. So this is after you got back from the uh, auction. Yeah. Maybe you should have bid a little I bit more. I should have thrown a couple Maybe more Jerry dollars sent to Mario and Luigi <laughs> over there. Took care of a few things. If that's true, I hope Alonzo Morning's house is on fire because that guy didn't lift his paddle once. I think it might be a ghost. All right. I'm done talking to you forever. <laughs> See, mine was more legit. Yours is legitimate. Like, yeah, I'm actually going to look into Brett's thing. You can push your head what further up your ass. And I'll, yeah. 
pipe goes. Yeah, I don't know what that means, but I, I, is it going to blow up? So I just turned the house. I went outside and yeah, turned the main off. Yeah, I wouldn't take any chances either. And, um, and so I got up and turned it back on to brush my teeth and pee and stuff. And it was fine. And then did you turn it? So you turn it back on? Tick, 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 tick. Before I left, I could hear it again. I'm like, something's going on in that wall. I don't know what that is. I don't know what that is. I don't know how to fix stuff. We got to have some plumbers soon. I know, but I don't want to tear into the walls. Uh, somebody sends, uh, sounds like a plumbing vent issue. A vent. I have no idea what I don't that even is. know what that is. Isn't that above the toilet? I don't know. Yeah, I know, you have, to vent, I know you have to vent your plumbing with a thing out of the roof. Yeah. Yeah, it was weird. So now I got to deal with this. But yeah, that's I, Brett's, Brett's solution is reasonable. You're like a stupid child said something. <laughs> <laughs> Brett's, Brett's, yeah, the Brett's mob getting involved because I didn't spend any money at Colangelo's pipe event. Ghost. Yeah, and you have Pipe Ghost. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and go with Brett. And actually, root that Brett is right uh, because I know there's a chance he may be. Uh, if there's a small leak, that's air getting into the pipes, it says. Yeah, all right. What do you got? A bunch of texters are saying it's your pool autofiller. Ah, which I've had a little trouble with lately. That's what they're saying it is. No kidding. Why would my house so... Oh, that's what I was wondering. Right. I don't know, but that, there's like four texts. They're like, yep, pool auto filter. No kidding. So the filler... The filler. The thing that refills my pool when it gets low, which has been doing a poor job lately, is now shaking pipes. Yeah. I'll ask the texters. Interesting. Give a little more info. All right. That makes some sense there. So you're second place. The mob. <laughs> Toledo's thing. And then way down the list in 58th is Brady's uh, ghost, ghost. ghost situation. <laughs> I really don't even want to lean into at all. But yeah, it was so it was just and it was just this nonstop kind of like like somebody knocking on the back of the house thing. I'm like, that's been going on for a minute. And I yeah, I don't know. I don't know. So we'll see. Maybe it is the autofiller. It says maybe you have a you probably have a recirculating pump on your water heater. I don't even know. Have you had a new water heater lately? Yeah. Oh then might that could be it too. Yeah. All right. Well, I went over and touched the water heater, it seems stable. I don't know. I don't do house stuff. Car stuff, I'm in. I touched it. It was metal. If it's not making noise. Look, I don't have any idea how anything in my house works. I have no idea. Again, if you put me back a hundred years and and they told everybody in in 1923, this man is from the future a hundred years from now. He has all these answers of what they use. And they'd be like, what do you have? Like, how do you, like even... You know, electricity. I have no idea how it works. Yeah. Like, uh, how does your phone work? I have no idea. What's a satellite? I have, I have no idea. I would do, I, I've said this a million times. Nate Bargatze has it in his act. We feel the exact same way. If you put me back in time 150 years, I would do worse with all the knowledge I have. I would, I would end up being a bartender or a waiter. That's what I'm qualified for. That would be it. I would have no skills whatsoever. I couldn't, nothing about me is handy. I can't explain how things work. Any time, any time in the past, you know, like, John, tell me about the automobile. I have no idea how that works. I have no idea what you would even, like, scrounge together to put one together. I don't know. I, with house stuff, I'm like I'm like Tom Hanks in the money pit. I mean, oh. the stuff is just falling apart. If it falls apart, somebody else is there. I yep. completely. I, I don't know. Okay, so this is already too hard. Ask John if the pipe in the wall is where the pool autofill valve spigot is. When the autofill is going bad and kicking on and off repeatedly, it will sound like that. I don't know. Yeah, but how do I know what that looks in your like? Wall, kind of. Yeah, but right? it's the main to the house. I don't know where the how. Do you know where your pool autofill valve spigot is? 
Yeah. You do? Yeah. I have no idea. Is it against the house? No, usually it's... Um, it's by the pool Yeah, stuff. by the... Mine's by my... Um, you got the power amp. You got all the uh, yeah, circuit board. Yeah, yeah. Got and that. then down there where the uh, the pool lines are run below that, the, the irrigated through there. I don't know where my pool lines are. And I have a little uh, PVC switch that turns oh, yeah. that line off. No clue. I, I think all of my pool stuff's out by the pool equipment. No idea. So my house, that's where I know how to turn the water on and off. I went out there and pulled that lever. I'm like, just in case, I'm turning the whole thing off. I'm sleeping. I'm sleeping good tonight knowing that there's nothing going on here. No idea where where is the pool autofill valve spigot. No idea. I know how to turn a hose on and off. And I know next to one of the hoses is where the house main is. Maybe we get that. Got another one in the front. That's about it. That's all I've got. I called my yard guy once and yelled at him, not knowing that uh, my construction dude had turned the water off in the front. And, like, for two days, my plants weren't getting water, and I thought he broke my sprinklers. I didn't even know that the house wasn't getting, like, there was no water in the house for, like, two days in the half of the house. Because the front house has a main and the back has a main. I have no idea. Maybe somebody's frogging in your attic. Oh, my God. Well, you know what I actually worried about was, like, my first thought, because I'm a, again, take me back to 1850. I'd fit in just, I'm like, maybe I've got a raccoon issue. I was afraid yeah, of something furry. living in my attic. But he wouldn't be so consistent. So I pounded on the wall a few times to see if he'd, like, stop. Like, oh, I'm nabbed. But it was, no, it was that pipe. Just one. Yeah. <laughs> and then he knocked back. <laughs> it is a raccoon. We're in big trouble. <laughs> I mean, I went down. Even before Brady's terrible ghost idea, I thought maybe an Asian family was in the walls. I didn't know. So Asian families yeah. ahead of ghosts? Way ahead of ghosts. They're possible. Here's the reason why, Brad. It's a possibility that Asians have slipped into the walls. It is not a possibility that the ghosts are shaking my pipes, annoying ghosts. And I know they're not ghosts because when I turn the water main off, the ghosts were like, all right, let's get out of here. <laughs> Terrible suggestion. You're the worst uh, private detective of all time. Ironically enough, the next text I, or email I get is from a guy named Stephen Kuhn. I got a raccoon problem. I said, no, no, John. Pipe noise is Scientology. This is phase four. That could be. That could, that could possibly be. Somebody said it's all call Zach Baggins. Yeah, I should do that. Get him over here. Well, that's what lunatics do. No offense to Brady, but that's what lunatics do. We've got ghosts. We have to get back. And Baggins would come in there and go, I hear it. And he would never once think, you know, Asians or uh, an actual pool autofill. But it was pretty constant and made me completely nervous. And also, again, emasculating and making me feel completely helpless as a man because I just stood there and... Hit the wall, and then I'm an idiot. Like, what am I going to do? I've got the furrowed eyebrows, and I'm standing with my hands on my hips, pounding on the wall on the inside, going, hmm, that didn't seem to do it. So I went outside to where the the wall I was pounding on the inside of, and I went outside and hit that part. Like, maybe if I hit it from the other angle, it will listen. Nope, still going. I've done all I know how to do. John, sounds like you need a man to call over to your house and take care of this. Trust me, there's no question about that. I should go next door to Troy and Michael. They're more manly than me. <laughs> it's a fact. You know what they do to their butts on Fridays? Oh, I'm not that strong. Talk about laying pipes. Jesus. <laughs> Those guys have some shaky pipes. Yeah. It says that's what's called a water hammer. The float for your pool comes on and off. The water turbulence in the can makes a float bounce. You're speaking foreign language to me, Mike Gus. You could try to adjust the valves. Okay. We're already way beyond my pay grade. <laughs> what valves? <laughs> what valves is he talking about? What does that mean? You could uh, basically not turn the uh, 
on full, basically halfway. Look, what on. valves are we talking about? I don't even know what a valve means. Uh, Give me an hour, I'll find it. I'm not putting you in there with that kind of... Here it is, I'll turn yeah. this one. Yeah, call the Ghostbusters. Wildly heady explanation of, um, 40, um, three degrees. I don't know what you're talking about either. The pressure of the water, you know, like if you what, turn a faucet. What valve? The one to your uh, floater. You don't know where that is? I don't know where I, it is. Like I said, give me an hour. I'll yeah, I'll give you an hour. Give me an hour. I'll turn everything off. Uh, I apparently, this is the auto. Hang on. Our wonderful computers here. This is what it looks like. I don't know. If this I should be a catch to your house. All right. That's causing all the trouble. That's what he says. So I'll be like right around to your uh, hose hose nozzle. I, I, I like get eight of those. Well, do you have any of these? <laughs> I like don't this know. thing? I don't know either. I don't know, Brett. Have Megan do it. Yeah, that would be better. <laughs> You do it in case something blows up. I can blame you. You thought that was funny. You were laughing like a hyena when he said it. What the hell is wrong with you? Holmberg's morning sickness. I'm actually rooting for Anne Frank over any of the water problems because at least there's a book involved in that. This is just nothing but the bills to me. I am so not handy. I just know how to, I, I, I am basically a woman when it comes down to that. I know how to turn everything on and everything off. I can go out and turn all the electric off. I know where mains are. I'm like, the, I'm like a child when your parents leave and go, here's, what you, here's the number you need to call in case of emergency. Turn this off if things start getting weird. Okay. That's a, yeah, I mean, yeah, I can remember moving in that, my first house. We're talking about water main. Yeah, yeah there's, oh. You got to learn that. You learn that. Yeah. <laughs> That's I had the uh, $80 uh you know, the home warranty? Yeah. And it's like $80 just for the person to come out. Right, take a look at that. The AC is just not coming on. Oh, it's over here. The panel. Switch Click. on. <laughs> 80 bucks, worse. please. Nothing yeah. worse than a man coming out turning something yeah. on for you. Oh, you haven't had you it turned on. Like, God damn it. Yeah, so. All right, I'll check into that water hammer situation. Now, all these people emailing. Is that something I can fix? Evidently, it's broken or it wouldn't just start doing this. Well, you can turn it to 45 degrees. Am I just kicking the can down the road, or what do I do next? I need a man in my life, God damn it! I have no man. I need a man. And I don't want women emailing me either going, I can fix that. No, you can't. You know, you do the same thing as me and make the same call I'm going to make. Apparently, this is this guy has the description of where it's at. It's actually legit, I think. Is it by the ghosts? <laughs> the front water hose bib will be the main water turnoff. Which you found. Next to the backyard hose bib, you'll have a second pipe with a turnoff. That's the one I turned off. That's for the pool. And that's fixed So everything. maybe you turn the pool off and not the rest of the house. Oh, well, yeah, but my bathroom. Oh, the hoses. Hose yeah. Oh, okay. Mm. So turn everything off is what he's saying? Just go without water for a while? <laughs> well, <laughs> it does get sound like the well like out pool. back. And, and, uh, it is getting nice outside. I'm not so much needing uh, showers anymore. <laughs> Take a man shower. Yeah, in the take pool. one of the man showers in an ice cold bathtub. No idea how to. I am so. I, am, I have admitted this for ages. I am the least handy person alive. Alive. Whenever, like, if I have to move ever and take down any of the art on the walls, what I'm really good at is Patching? Is no oh. hammering. I can hang a picture like nobody's business, but I never use the proper thing. It's all nails. I never take a one of those wall mount anchors and yeah. put a. Are you insane? I eyeball like if it's a double hook. I can. I I am so good at eyeballing where the nails need to be to keep a level picture, but not great at it every time. So behind 
almost all of the pictures in my house. It's about 15 holes of me shooting up little and instead of just doing it right and getting a measure and like a level i just go until i get it right you're gonna find about 15 or 20 hercules hooks in my walls you know how i learned what can oh yeah oh yeah hercules hooks are the best i gotta get more of those so you know how i found out my house is conventional framing actually do you know how i found out what conventional framing is i was trying to hang a heavy bag in a room for punching and I know that studs are 16 inches apart, right? Well, conventional framing is a little different, but you can, you can get a stud finder, right? So uh, I found one, and I drilled, and then I went over and tried to find another, and I couldn't. And so I drilled again, like, it's got to be close, <laughs> you know? So I'd put, like, eight holes in this spot, and then another, I'm like, you got to be kidding me. All the way down this line, there's not one. And so I just drilled holes in the ceiling until I found another stud. Well, it turns out, conventional framing, everything runs the other direction. So I'm going left and right, and these are going north and south, and I'm going east and west. So I drilled 32 holes in my ceiling. <laughs> and by, by about eight, furious. I'm like, I'm going to take the whole goddamn ceiling down. Where are, what's holding this place up? And then the guys come, you conventional framing, your, your wood runs the other direction. You're just, you drilled into the side and then thought you hit one, and then just ran down a line of nothing. <laughs> and then the whole ceiling, just one tiny little hole after another with zero gap in between, just a line. And then I had to have a handyman come fix it because I didn't know what I was doing. <laughs> he goes, what were you doing here? And I'm like, none of your business. Just patch <laughs> it up. It. Patch it up, chief. Why would you do this? It doesn't matter. I did it. So just go. Termites. Megan. There's yeah. termites. I was going to. Yeah, I would have. <laughs> my wife was trying to hang a heavy bag. Yeah. <laughs> You see that 150-pound bag over there? Yeah, she's trying to lift that up and put it into the ceiling. <laughs> what, did you help her? I wasn't home that day. <laughs> so then she drilled a bunch of holes. Why do you need me to patch this? Just do it. Why do you got to ask so many questions? You know your house is conventionally framed. Of course I know that. Now, uh, who wouldn't know that? Now, it's a 1954 build. Of course it's conventional framing. I have no idea what that was prior to that moment. And it was just... And then that was years ago. What are you doing? Find another goddamn stud if it's the last thing I do. This is the dumbest thing ever. But whatever. We'll call that handsome handyman and bring him over and show you what a real man can do. Because it ain't me. Yeah, there's... Look, I called a handyman to come try to figure out how come my faucet in my kitchen didn't work. Like, oh, this, this auto faucet you know those fancy pants faucets you don't have to turn on and off they just know when you're there yeah it stopped working and it just start turning itself on here and there and flashing this red light i'm like oh it's broken took everything out from under the sink looking around under the sink i'm like yeah and all i'm doing is pushing things i'm banging on a pipe now and again i have no tools there's no there's no real thought of getting in there and working on something like i don't know how this works i don't know what goes on here called the handyman i'm like we got to get this thing fixed Sure, I'll be over in a little bit. He comes over and he looks and he goes, you know, this is battery powered. And he just opens this little box that has six AA batteries in it. Your batteries are dead. Oh. <laughs> and it's a line that runs directly from the faucet box to this little gray box that says <laughs> batteries on it. I never saw that. I just thought punching the pipes underneath. Now would be you good. know. Yeah, now you know. So now I don't. And he's like, "I'm not going to charge you for this." And I'm like, "Thank you, but I am going to give you money when you leave for <laughs> silence, if you don't mind." Don't tell anybody about this. He goes, "This is pretty bad." So, 
that's me in a nutshell. And I know a bunch of guys out there are laughing, but whatever. I was raised by a construction dad who never let me touch the tools. They were his tools. Construction guys are always really touchy. You are the same with mechanics. Don't touch my tools. Those belong to me. And if you've got a kid and he starts dicking around with where your tools are, you're just off limits forever. All I got to do ever was watch, hold the drink, maybe hand him something. I got to hold the flashlight once in a while. The flashlight was occasional, but that was if we're working at night, which was rare. My dad wasn't exactly handy, but he knew how to do some stuff. He kept me away from all the stuff. So I grew up never being allowed to touch the tools. And then by the time I was old enough to touch them, I was afraid because all he did was tell me I was going to mess things up. I've skill saws, saws, dremels. I stay away from those like my fingers fall off from touching them, let alone turning them off. I almost cried when my friend Rich was cutting panels. On one of those table saws. Just slide it oh, down. Oh, I got to go. I gotta go. <laughs> and he got to go. I'm just holding his drink like he's my dad now. Rich is just, <laughs> just throwing wood through there. His thumbs are real close. I'm like, I can't watch this. I'm going to go inside and watch Dr. Pimple Popper where this is actually comfortable. You are making me nervous. So no, zero. Zero skill. And again, any guy out there going, that's you, such a put you i keep you in business it's people like me that keeps you mechanics who start to tell me what i should know about the car if if i knew that i wouldn't need you so just be happy there's idiots like me out there that don't know anything you don't need to scoff at us just years away from handy robot yeah yeah the guy that went but eventually handy robots will get to talking and there'll be handy robot rumors and it'll all be about how stupid i am well thank you uh, everybody the water the pool fill is broken so what that tells me is I need to call my pool guy. Randy? Don't handle that yourself, yeah. you pussy. <laughs> I don't. I have to pay Randy to do that. Randy's great. No clue what's going on in there. None. If, it, if a broom handle and tape can't fix it, I'm pretty much not going to do it. I'm an idiot, and I admit it. So just laugh and point and go, ha, ha, ha. There's plenty of stuff I know you don't know, mechanics and handymen. I bet you didn't know who produced Facts of Life. I do. <laughs> so take that. Uh, let's get a wake-up song while I sit. In. I'm a little more relaxed now. It's just the pool thing. It doesn't. I do need to know from these people who know everything. Uh, it ain't going to blow up or anything, is it? There's not going to be a big explosion in the pipe. I don't know. Just do I'm yourself not gonna a call Austin Family Plumbing. Just have them handle it, you know? <laughs> John, what happened to your old uh, saying? I loved it. Just fix it. That's right. I'm the, I'm the effeminate man that tells the guys where the thing sounds like something. I think there's something wrong in here. Just fix, fix it. it. This gay guy and his wife want me to fix something in his walls. I don't want to talk about it. I just want you to fix it. <laughs> I'm going to practice some choreography. <laughs> It's time for me to watch uh, that movie with Ryan Reynolds again. He's dreamy. (laughs) How are the pipes, Pablo? We're working very hard. I see that. Is it fixed yet? Chop, chop. Yeah, I can't do anything. I'm going to watch La La Land. It's on TV. I can work that. No clue what to do. I have a screw for my handle of my barbecue. You know how that's held together? Paperclip. Nice. It slipped out, and I'm like, I can't find it. Instead of going to Home Depot and getting a new one, because I've got the other one I could measure out and just put a paper clip in there. That'll hold. <laughs> it gets a little warm. 
And by that, I mean when you shut the grill, the paperclip turns orange. <laughs> it, it's not built for this. It's going to start a fire. Uh, let's get a wake-up song. 602-585-9800. A good one. And we'll scream it together on this Friday. It's 98 KUPD. Wake up! Arizona's most powerful rock radio station. He said fully erect. 98 KUPD.